Ah, oh, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right, lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast for the people, by some people, with your hosts Thorn and Fist. Welcome to episode 21, in which we try not to suck. Hmm, too late. Excuse me? That was an excellent intro. Says you. Yes, says me. What the fuck? I don't know what you're talking about. You're being obtuse. No, you're being a douche. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. Stop copying me. Stop copying me. Segway. Segway. This week, we are privileged to have the very curator of Blizzard podcasts, the ringleader, the cultivator of everything our community produces, the collector, the... This. Uh, we have our friend Ro of the Realm Maintenance Podcast. Welcome <laughs> aboard, buddy. Hey, man. Hey, how's it going? It's good. We're still uh, reeling from guest spotting on your show last week, um, but we have some questions for you, buddy. Um, yeah, you're also still reeling from the pre-interview interview. interview. Right. You weren't expecting me to come at you. It's like, break the fourth wall here. These guys were asking me some questions before we start. It's like, okay, this is how we're going to do it, and this, and we're going to do this and that. And I, I think I think you should just use those first few minutes because you were recording them. Just put them at the, like the end of the show or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. yeah, we got that. They love it in the end. At the end. It hit yes. me with your best shot. I'm ready. <laughs> I can take it. Well, our, our questions aren't nearly as well thought out or well articulated as yours. Yeah. But we'd like to try and get to know you better, so we thought we'd try and ask you some things that maybe you've been asked before, maybe a few things that might be new, and obviously we're going to put the lagging ball spin on this, so why don't we start out um, strong and uh, give us your best dick joke. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I have a lot of great dick jokes, and I'm going to start with what I think is my best one here. So... In an interview with the Washington Times, uh, former Vice President Dick Cheney said <laughs> he's not a big fan of rap music, and I was actually pretty stunned by that. I mean, look at the guy, you know, he, he gets driven around in a limo, he's surrounded by bodyguards, he shot a guy in the face? Dude's a rap <laughs> star. What? Uh, oh, oh, that, not that Dick Ch- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, okay, let, let me try this again. Uh, I actually got two dick jokes. Do you want the, the small one or the big one? Oh, the, the big, big one. one. Please. All right, all right. So, I'm a twerk. Uh, blah, blah. Tongue is untied. Like, I'm not reading anything from a screen at all. No! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, I'm a twerk. I cannot say mortician right. What the fuck? Okay, there's your first cuss word. A mortician was working late one night, and it was his job to examine the dead bodies before they are sent off to be buried or cremated. And he examined the body of this guy named Bernie Schwartz, uh, who was about to be cremated, and he made this amazing discovery. Bernie Schwartz had the biggest dick that this mortician had ever seen. And the mortician just looked at this dead body and he said, you know, I'm sorry, Mr. Schwartz, but I can't send you off to be cremated with a tremendously huge dick like this. It has to be saved for posterity. And with that, the coroner used his tools to remove the dead man's schlong. The, the coroner stuffed uh, his prize into a briefcase and took it home. <laughs> and the first person he showed was his wife. And uh, the mortician, you know, brings out the suitcase. I have something to show you that you won't believe, he said. And he opens the briefcase and his wife looks and screams, Oh my God, Bernie Schwartz is dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait a minute. <laughs> nice one. We just started out strong. We just started out big. Okay. We started firm. One, one last thing. What are the three worst things about being a dick? What? Well, you have a hole in your head. Your best friend is a pussy. Your next two neighbors are your next door neighbors are two nuts and an asshole. <laughs> that I swear I heard that one on the playground back in the day. That is classic. It, it, it's spectacular. It's Love it. Good so choice. so now that we've gotten all, all the all the swearing and profanity out of the way, welcome to lagging balls, guys. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> oh, it's not out of the way, my friend. Okay. Um, dead, dead man schlong. <laughs> dead, dead man schlong. Um, so you. Is that the show trouble. title now? Dead Man Schlong? Dead Man Schlong forever. Why is your face so red? <laughs> Are you fantasizing about dead people schlongs? That's kind of weird. Do you know Bernie Schwartz too? <laughs> Rest in peace, Bernie Schwartz. Yeah, if anyone wants to get me a briefcase filled with Dead Man Schlong, that's fine. <laughs> um. Anyway, so, Ro. Yes. You, you started the Realm Maintenance Podcast what like five years ago uh it's a little over three years now third year anniversary was two months ago holy okay so th did you start out wanting to do your own blizzard podcast or did you know going into it that you wanted to do a podcast essentially about podcasts uh so how what's the best way to kind of give the the cliff's notes version of this <laughs> i started listening to podcasts around wrath of the lich king and the first podcast i listened to was the instance and that i just stumbled upon that because i did a search for uh instances in google because i wanted help with like wrath of the lich king instances and the instance podcast came up that's literally oh. how i found the podcast and i kind of knew what podcasts were but it's the first time i actually checked out any kind of podcast wow and so listened to the instance and i started listening to more world of warcraft podcasts and more and there were only probably about one third as many shows back then as there are now yeah. but i still listen to a ton of them well, and, obviously yeah so around cataclysm uh during the whole era, time of dragon soul I was kind of getting a little tired and bored with WoW, and that's, I I just felt like things were kind of bland, the same old thing. I wanted to do something different, and I'm like, well, y you know, why don't I kind of try this podcasting thing? So I didn't do a podcast. I, I created a segment for a podcast, and uh, my friend uh, who's now I'm the actually – her son, I'm the godfather of her son. Uh, her name's Jan uh, on Twitter. She's at Jangasm. She did a podcast called Something Suggestive, which was just a solo podcast about uh, WoW and, and her life and stuff. And I got to know her and I said, hey, you know, I'd like to try my hand at creating a podcast segment, but um, I don't know where really to start as far as like who to submit one to. Do you want to have a segment on your show? And she's like, yeah, sure. So I created this segment called the Achievatron, uh, which was basically a t uh, like a two-minute segment about hunting achievements, and I, I had it all kind of acted out with, uh, I played both voices of myself and the Achievatron voice, and I used effects on Audacity to make it sound all robotic and stuff, and it was nice. corny and cheesy and all that. And that went well, and after the first several segments of that, she was, uh, you know, 
really saying that I should do more than just that. So I did a segment for Convert to Raid, which was called The Dojo, and that was back in the weeks leading up to Mists of Pandaria. And the Dojo was a segment about teaching people who had been doing Dragon Soul on Raid Finder, teaching those Raid Finder raiders things that they can do to get ready for raiding at a higher level when Mists of Pandaria comes. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that went for... And, and a, a big service to the community, so thank yeah. you for that. Well, thank you. I mean, there are other podcasts have sprung up that are doing things in a very similar vein, um, like uh, uh, Battle Res Bears is, is actually doing, is a relatively new podcast. They're doing something very similar to what the dojo did. But a few segments into that, Jan kept on encouraging me to like, you know, you should really do your own full podcast. And... I wasn't entirely sure that I could do a solo show for a half an hour or an hour. And I mean, my voice back then, even for my segments, was I was very, my voice wasn't very animated. I was kind of monotone and stuff. I was still kind of getting my feet wet with the whole recording thing. And of course, I was nervous. I would say, I would um almost every other word. And I still do that a bit, but it's not as bad as it used to be. And I finally got pushed into trying to create something. And I the, the whole reason why I did Realm Maintenance is I was trying to look for something different in the WoW podcast because I was like, okay, if I'm going to create a podcast, it needs to be something that doesn't sound like everything else. It needs to tackle WoW from a different angle. And I thought about all of the other podcasts that are out there that are that were covering wow at the time there was like 30 well no it was was like about 40 45 podcasts wow and yeah and i thought you know what there's really enough podcasts out there that i could do a, a short podcast about podcasts and at the time i didn't have a whole interview segment set up it was just kind of a uh the first few episodes of realm maintenance were a brief look at the news, the whole round the world of Warcraft thing in 80 seconds, then podcast news and wrapping up the show. And and I do the rolling restart segment at the top, which was kind of like my version of a very quick podcast, just talking for a few minutes about something. Sure. And the first episodes were, you know, 15, 20 minutes long. I eventually got the nerve to try to start doing interviews and so instead of just spotlighting a podcast and talking about the show myself i would have podcasters on my show and that added an extra uh, 10 to 15 minutes to the show eventually i made those interviews longer podcast news became uh, longer and larger as the the whole podcast community grew and over time i found myself getting to a point where I was starting to run out of WoW podcasts to cover, even though I still haven't covered all of them yet because they come and go quite frequently. Uh, But I was also getting interested in other Blizzard games, and I noticed a couple shows were starting to branch out into Beyond WoW and covering, you know, Blizzard games in general, and I thought, well, why don't I just cover Blizzard podcasts in general? And that kind of brings you to where we are now and to, that's the nutshell version I, sure. I can, <laughs> which took about 10 minutes to explain <laughs> no not at all look but it was there has there been a time when you kind of was there maybe a particular moment when you realized that you were kind of in essence the mecca of blizzard podcasts uh 
so the whole the whole the whole kind of the, the popularity fame thing is weird right because everyone has different motivations or reasons for wanting to get into podcasting and for me it wasn't about i didn't do realm maintenance with the intent of trying to become uh big and famous even internet famous or or wow famous or anything like that i i did it with the intent of i wanted to create something i approached it as a hobby where i wanted to create something and i wanted to create something that other people would find useful and that extends beyond the podcast because on on my site where the podcast is hosted every week i post a weekly roundup of every single podcast episode that i know of from all blizzard games that have come out that week um so it's really about just connecting people to the podcasting community helping people find shows that are big and small because i mean everyone's heard of the instance everyone's heard of convert to raid uh not everyone has heard of lagging balls not everyone has heard of new shows that just pop up like battle res bears uh there are and then sometimes every once in a while people bring up shows to me that i didn't know were around just because they hadn't been on itunes for a while like the worgen's howl so sure it's all it was just all about getting people better connected and as a result of interviewing all these podcasters and just basically networking and becoming this kind of hub of sorts, a side effect of that is I became more well-known in the community. People knew who I was. People were asking me to guest on their podcasts and I became more and more well-known and while there was a i mean of course i'd be i'd be lying if i if i were to say that i wasn't happy about that stuff that i that i wasn't ha- that i uh, was getting noticed and stuff of course it's awesome course. great it, it wasn't my main drive in doing this stuff though it was it was a happy side effect and i have tried my best to as much as possible remain as humble as i can about it it's it's not always the easiest thing to do, but I really try I try my best to, to try to keep grounded and remind myself that at the end of the day, I'm just a guy who's 40 years old now. I just recently turned 40. I know my voice doesn't it my, I don't sound like I'm 40, but I recently oh, turned 40. Happy belated, Ro. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just a guy who plays WoW and other Blizzard games listens to a whole bunch of podcasts and I like talking about those games and those podcasts. There are there are essentially dozens, if not hundreds of people who you could say are very similar to me in that regard. The only difference is they aren't doing the show that I'm doing right now. But there are a lot of people who could have done what I'm doing right now that are just as potentially meaningful and important as special. So I, I I'm just... I'm just one of you guys, That's, and I, I never, I, ha, I have no aspirations to become the, the next Scott Johnson or Toll Biscuit or anything like that. I just want to have fun, talk about games, play games, and, and see where it goes. Bro, that's all, that's all well and good, but that's bullshit. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> you're a special and unique snowflake, and if anybody ever treats you anything like anything less than the princess you are, they'll answer to me. <laughs> Well, but it, well, it's true you. though because not everybody can 
can, uh, you know, feel that way and, and, and recognize other people who are trying to get into this community and, and be somebody in this community. Not everybody well, thinks that way. So that does and, make you special. Like, that yeah. makes you the perfect person to be the one with their hand on the controls on, on this whole thing. So... Yeah, and I'll give I'll give full disclosure about something that that's going to I've said it in a couple other places and I've said it on my show a couple of times. But okay, how many uh, inches, Ro? <laughs> well, it's funny that you say that because I'm actually going to talk about numbers here. Uh, people may wonder how many people listen to Realm Maintenance, how many people download it. Uh, I can tell you that tens of thousands of people listen to the instance on a weekly basis. I know that for a fact. Wow. Uh, thousands upon thousands of people listen to other shows like Convert to Raid, Final Boss. Uh, uh, thousands of people watch Wowhead Weekly, which is a video cast. Realm Maintenance, as well known as I might be by a lot of podcasters and by a lot of people listen to, to listen to podcasts, the average Realm Maintenance episode, just your standard show, will usually get about two to three thousand downloads a week and it used to be higher than that in the in like the first after the first six months of the show i at its peak realm maintenance was getting like six to seven thousand downloads and for a lot of smaller podcasters they can still be blown away by that number but the the point that i'm trying to make is is that while a lot of people may know who i am and may know what my show is in terms of bandwidth, in terms of the audience that I hit, it's still a relatively small number because as many people as there are out there who listen to podcasts, I feel that my show is really designed mainly for that subsection of people who are just real hardcore podcast listeners that just have this always growing hunger to check out new podcasts and new and different things. And and I, I get you'll have casual people who will like listen once a month or every other week or so when they're looking for a new podcast. But as far as like a steady weekly audience and stuff like that, it's pretty small compared to a lot of the big popular shows out there. Gotcha. Well, thanks for the peek behind the curtain. And um, we're going to switch gears to your, some of your, your play style, but I have one, one more question about the podcasting in particular. You cover so many podcasts. How the hell do you find so much time to listen to them all? Uh, I only listen to nowadays. I used to listen back when I had absolutely no life to an average of about 35 to 40 podcasts a week. And Good that Lord. was and that was because about two thirds of those podcasts I'd actually listen to at work. Uh, back then I was working in a place where it wasn't constantly as so busy and active and I actually it was an atmosphere where my boss didn't mind if I listened to podcasts you know and if other people came came in and were wondering what I was listening to you know I'd explain and they'd find out what a total nerd and geek I was but <laughs> uh, nowadays I still once in a while may listen to an occasional podcast at work it's nowhere near as frequent nowadays I listen to about I'd say about 12 to sometimes 20 podcasts a week and there are going to be like a list, uh, there's going to be a list of usually seven or eight podcasts that are like really on my, I've been listening to these people every week because they've been pretty entertaining, funny, good, whatever like that. And then I try to kind of rotate it and listen to 
about a dozen other show different shows just to kind of keep tabs on them uh to, to keep things fresh and such and to see how podcasts are growing and so i mean 20 podcasts a week it, it boils down to about I'll, I'll listen to roughly you know anywhere between two to five podcasts a day it just depends on how long the podcasts are good lord I hope you're using 1.5 times or two time. <laughs> depends on, it depends on the show. There's some people who sure. talk at a speed where you can 1.5 and understand everything. And there are others where it just won't work. Uh, but sure. I would say with most of those shows, I, I tend to go 1.5. Well, good on you, man. We appreciate you staying so plugged in so mm -hmm. you can keep us all in the know. Um, it's one of the things that makes your, your podcast so uh, entertaining, um, especially to other podcasters. So Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, so switching gears here, um, we talk a lot about podcasting with you. It's it's kind of the podcast meta whenever it's the row show. So, so meta. Let's, let's switch a little bit to what you do in your spare time, what you do with your game time when you're not spending it listening to other people talk. <laughs> uh, so what, what about like what what kind of tune are you playing on in WoW right now? I uh, in World of Warcraft, my main is a warlock, has been a warlock from day one. Nice. And will pretty much probably be a warlock till the end of days, unless they decide to just get rid of warlocks entirely. <laughs> what spec? Uh, destruction, because I don't care that demonology has the best DPS. I don't care that if affliction has the best DPS. They can, uh, they both specs can basically go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I, and to those, who, like the, to those who play, to those who play affliction demonology, hey, if that's your thing, good on you. I tried Affliction when I first started raiding, and the dot management was just driving me nuts. Of course, back then you didn't. Back then you had to worry about dot clipping and all that, and you don't have to worry about that now. So maybe if I got back into Affliction, I wouldn't be as frustrated with it. But the whole dot clipping thing pissed me off, and so sure. I didn't do that. And demonology, I. Demonology felt like a real technical kind of spec, especially once they brought in the whole metamorphosis thing. It, it felt like one of those things where if you were not doing it exactly right, almost like playing a, a, like a Windwalker monk, if you weren't hitting the buttons at precisely the right time on your demon rage energy bar and stuff thing like that, then your DPS was just going to suffer. Uh, destruction, it, I will admit... As far as like the technical stuff goes, is relatively easy mode, and for a while it was you know the best spec I think in most of Mists of Pandaria. Right, and yeah. it kind of got neutered in uh, <laughs> neutered a bit in Warlords of Draenor, but in the, the hell with it. I spent so freaking long trying to get that green fire book to drop <laughs> on the Isle of Thunder, and by God, it I took. 200 220 tries killing canrathad oh, to get my green fire i know i was relatively undergeared by finally got it down i i i got green fire back when the content was actually challenging i mean now you can steamroll it <laughs> but i figured if i was going to spend all of that time and effort to get green fire i'm going to play a spec that uses the most green fucking fire yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> Whoa, warlock for life. Yeah. So are you, are, you, are you raiding? And if so, like how far along are you? 
A very casual raiding in a normal group called FERT, which is uh, a raid group that's part of the, the whole AIE Mega Guild. Uh, AIE is this huge guild on Earth and Ring that's so large it has several different guilds put together. If you've listened to shows like Instance or Azeroth Roundtable, you've probably heard them brought up. Uh, but I play on one raid team in, the, in the, that guild. I raid about four hours a week, and we're doing normal mode stuff. I am happy that we got some nerfs to normal mode content yeah. because lately I've been a fairly casual raider. We are up to Gorefiend and Gorefiend, uh, Gorefiend sucks. I mean, literally. Oh, he, he sure he, does. He sucks souls and he, he's been sucking mine pretty hard. <laughs> he sure does suck. He's got tiny little short. Tiny, tiny legs. Well, you know, what they, legs. you know what they say about raid bosses with tiny feet. What? They have tiny shoes. But yeah, so yeah, those normal nerfs were so sweet. Uh. Indeed. Yeah, so as far as rating goes, uh, basically, you know, normal Hellfire Citadel. I mean, I used to be a heroic mode raider back in uh, the days of, of Lich King and early Cataclysm. I was with a group that was doing heroic content and all that stuff, and, and it was pretty awesome. It's just my time and the fact that there are other games that I like to play right now I just can't, I do not have the desire to commit 12, 20 hours to raiding in World of Warcraft. So I've pretty much come to an understanding that normal normal is pretty much my speed right now. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, we're going to, we're going to switch back to WoW in a sec, but I'm, I'm curious, yeah. what else, what else are you playing? Yeah. Uh, all the Blizzard things. Uh, all of the things. If, if you ever want to really hear me cuss, I mean, all all I would have to do is record <laughs> myself playing Arena and Hearthstone for two hours. <laughs> I, there have been times that there have been times I've been on a Skype call with a friend, and I'll be playing Arena while I'm talking to them on Skype, and the worst RNG will happen. And I'll be a son of a bitch. <laughs> what the fuck, Mad Bomber? <laughs> Uh, Why does Mad Bomber one. always go against me, but always helps my opponent? What the hell? Yeah, uh, that's bullshit. But yeah, Har Har Arena Hearthstone play. I love Arena. I don't. I, I last month I played a whole lot of rank to see how far I could go, and I hit rank ten. But for the most nice. part, I love Arena and Hearthstone. That's my jam. Even though it can frustrate the hell out of me at times, I have played an arena game where i got 12 wins so i can i can say i have that notch in my belt but i've only been able to do that once so i've gotten 12 wins one, once and 10 wins like three times but i usually get like five or six wins which isn't bad i mean that's still better than no 50%. that's great and the, and the fact that you've even gotten the, the 10s and 12s i've never come anywhere yeah, close no way nicely done thank you but uh hearthstone been playing a, rel a reasonable bit of heroes, uh, Heroes of the Storm. Mostly AI matches, but again, I'm trying to step out of my comfort zone and start playing against other players and stuff and finding that uh, the bots are pretty easy compared to people that actually have brains. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When that happens. Ro, I'll, I'll, um, I'll give you my battle tag after. You should add me. We can, we can do up some heroes. Sure. And I've been loving myself some Diablo since the 2.3 patch. It's it's awesome. It's great. And I really, 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 you know, of all the Blizzard games out there, 
the one that I want to hear the most about new content for, whether it's in the form of an expansion or content patch, is Diablo, because Diablo just keeps on getting better and better, which is interesting considering how awful it was in the beginning, the way people were complaining about it with the auction house and all that stuff. Uh, I actually love the Real Money Auction House because I made 500 bucks off of it. But... Oh, nice! <laughs> amazing. Um... It, that that actually paid for a lot of my Blizzard stuff. <laughs> no kidding. That's uh, awesome. But Diablo 3 has been really, really good. The train outside my home agrees with me, too. I don't know if you heard the train, but... Oh, it's the Diablo train! <laughs> Get on the D-train! All aboard the loot train! <laughs> Choo! Get on my D-train. Ooh. Oh. But, uh, yeah, I've been playing almost everything except StarCraft, and I'm actually going to start playing a little bit of that soon because there's those prologue missions for Legacy of the Void and the expansions coming out. Not, And I've played... I don't play, like, PvP StarCraft, but I play the campaign and the story mode because I'm a sucker for a good story, and the StarCraft story's been pretty good, and now I want to see how it all ends. So I'll be playing some of that in a few weeks. Uh, but, yeah, I I play pretty much all the things. You do. That's awesome. Yeah, we we um we specifically branched out in in order to, to be a little more um, a little more branchy for our podcast, um, and found ourselves just completely enamored with because it's Blizzard. I mean, we should have known better yeah, to begin with, but I've been on a huge heroes kick. I have a team. We have a good time, and we love Diablo as well. We we both so got into Diablo during this patch mm-hmm. uh, and had never played before in any of the. Uh, well, you had played. Long time ago. Yeah, I've never played any Diablo. This is the first I've ever played of it, and it is so fun. Oh, yeah. I I just, I love how, I mean, with Diablo, the way the patch is now, if there's a certain kind of like gear setup that you want to go for, if you're trying to go after a certain uh, build for your character, the game does give you tools to work toward it without completely relying on weeks and weeks of stupid RNG. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, they're really they've been really smart about that. Yeah. yeah. And all of our friends who played uh, early Diablo three and are coming back to it now have just they've just raved about how great a job they did at improving it and, and just making it into what well what everybody says is the game that it should have been originally. But right, right. for us it is. So yeah. yay, We're yay all for timing. Diablos. <laughs> yay Diablos. Woot. So um, I have a weird. Not a weird, but maybe a hypothetical question for okay, you. Okay, because you know this wasn't going to stay vanilla as far as asking you nice straightforward questions. <laughs> okay, so just just say you woke up tomorrow as your main character warlock in World of Warcraft mm-hmm. and you were in the World of Warcraft yep. and depending upon gear and gold and prowess, how fucked would you be? Uh <laughs> gold, I'd be pretty well off. Gear, I'd be all right compared to a great majority of casual players uh i think i'd be i think i'd be okay as far as everyday life in azeroth goes but i'm not someone that you would want to bring into a big raid (laughs) so you'd be like hiding out in your garrison a little bit poking your head out every Eh, once in a while i i wouldn't i wouldn't mind you know helping taking on a world boss or you you know get you know ganging up with dozens and dozens of other people but if i was to be one of a small elite strike force team (laughs) sent to take down the the big bad i'm probably not the guy you want to go for 
I, 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 I don't mind getting yeah. into a little bit of trouble with plenty of backup. Well, that's that's kind of the definition of a glass cannon, right? Pretty much. <laughs> uh, but here's the weird thing about being a, like, say you were a warlock in Azeroth. Now, here's the thing. are Am I the only one uh, appearing in Azeroth? Like, no other players are appearing as their characters? Because here's the thing, right? Being a warlock in Azeroth it is... I mean, we play the game and play a warlock and, oh, hey, summon demons and stuff like that. But if you look at it from a role-playing aspect, and I role-play very, 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 very little when it comes to World of Warcraft, but warlocks, from a story point of view, aren't the most socially accepted people in the world. No, uh, I, yeah, I, I, don't think, I don't think people in Stormwind highly appreciate having warlocks around anywhere or even the horde would appreciate warlocks so i held the warlocks in stormwind hide out in the the basement of a tavern right uh and, and the burning legion's been responsible for so much stuff that people just assume burning legion equals demons equals bad warlocks summon demons they summon burning legion stuff which is bad so warlocks are bad so if i were a warlock actually in azeroth I would do my best to keep things very, very low cover unless I was absolutely needed for something. Uh, and if, gotcha. if I was needed for something, I'd probably go... I'd probably use te abilities and talents that don't automatically reveal my warlockiness. So, bye-bye green, bye green fire, hello red fire. Uh, use uh, the grimoire of sacrifice so I don't have a demon around. And, oh, hey, I'm, I'm just a weird funky fire mage. So, that's actually really smart of you, though. So, you'd probably survive quite a while. Yeah, it's smart to go the survival route if mm -hmm. you're thinking this through. Um, so, in that sort of same vein, um, which, which, which Warcraft race would you be most inclined to have relations with, do you think? Ah, oh, that's weird. That, that's interesting. <laughs> like, if you throw the whole faction stuff out the window? Yes. Hmm. Ooh, this could get interesting. <laughs> I'd probably say... I'd probably say Draenei. Oh, yeah? Probably say Draenei. Because nice. they're that's always... Be, because they're always horny. Hey! <laughs> oh, you got me. Dude. You're killing it tonight. You're killing it. Oh my! Very nice. Very nice, bro. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you keep. Oh wow. Okay, so we turned to our Twitter <laughs> followers today, um, looking for listener questions, and we got two. Yes. Yeah. So our friend Saint Elsewhere uh, says, "Now this is just a yes or no question. No names. Did mm -hmm. you ever do an interview for Realm Maintenance that went south?" i.e. people who were dicks or who got offended? Uh, people who were dicks, no. People who got offended, sort of yes. And and I'll actually explain that. And I'm sorry to say elsewhere, I'm actually going to name names. So Ooh. the story behind it is uh, in my earlier podcasts, I was doing a lot of editing. Like a lot of editing. Not, I would go through my interviews uh, four or five times to make sure that every breath was taken out, That's every um work. was gone, and I I eventually got tired of that shit. Uh, no shit. <laughs> uh, now I don't do anywhere near as much editing on all that stuff. So if the ums or breaths happen, they happen. Every once in a while, if I hear a real, <gasps> or, 
I'll, I'll, I'll take it out. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it, one thing about my interview editing at the time was I, I would cut out certain sentences or, or phrases or stuff like that if I just felt like it didn't sound good. Right. And there was this one interview I had, I think it was either, I think it was my very first interview with uh, Ben and John from Azeroth Roundtable. And I mean, these guys are like, I am really close friends with these guys right now. And I was, and I was, you know, good guys with them back in the day. But back when I first interviewed them and we didn't really know each other well, you know, I did the interview, I edited it down for time and stuff and posted up the interview. And I don't remember the specifics, but I remember finding out several weeks later that they weren't entirely happy with the way the interview came out because some of the editing I did made something they said in regards to, I think, the community or something come across a bit out of context and like oh, out, out of out of flavor for how they meant it. And I felt, I felt bad about that. I mean, I felt devastated about that. And I... I'm still glad that that happened because for one thing, I mean, I talked with them eventually and, you know, it's not, it's not like they were angry at me and they, they were just like, eh, that, that kind of makes us look a little bit like dicks, you know, maybe, right. maybe it could have been put a better, but, uh, you know, we, we got that all hashed out and it really wasn't that big a thing. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, but still for me as, you know, a podcaster and someone who, you know, takes pride in what I do, it, it really hit home and I decided that I would be much more careful in what I edit and how I edit it uh, so that that wouldn't happen again. Now, to the best of my knowledge, nothing like that has ever come up again. Uh, so that would probably be the most dramatic time. But, you know, all in all, if I had to do everything over again, I would because I learned a pretty good lesson from that. Wow. Well, wow, I thought that was going to be pretty scandalous, but it just turned into a really nice message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm the air freshener of uh, podcast drama. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, that's, you know, and I will say very quickly... It, some people, I think, listen to my show expecting to hear a whole lot of podcast drama, like, oh, uh, which shows are ending, or why are they ending, and stuff like that. It's like, I hate podcast drama. I hate, okay, hate may be a strong word, but there are there are people who will say that, oh, uh, the, the podcasting community is so clicky, and, and blah, 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 and only certain certain shows stay together, and and these shows don't like that shows and all that stuff. I don't care about all the drama. I really don't. When it comes up, I've heard a lot of different things drama-wise between, you know, this podcast and that podcast. And I and I don't need to talk about any of it in specifics. I think it's all stupid. I think, every, I think anyone who's a podcaster, regardless of the content of their show, for the most part, they are podcasting just because they like to talk. They they like yep. talking. They want to be heard. And if certain podcasters want to hang out with other podcasters and they stick in that particular group because they share common interests and, and opinions and beliefs about the game and the stuff they talk about, there's nothing wrong with that. It, there's nothing. I mean, it, people say that the at times say that the podcasting community comes a little bit across like uh, like high school. Well, guess what? life comes across a bit like high school too at times you know so yeah i'm not a big fan of podcast drama and all that but you know shit happens and all in all whenever 
things like that come up. There have been a few things that have irritated me, but I rarely... I have rarely ever held a grudge against anyone in the podcasting community. There's a very, very short list, and even that short list of people are people that I think I could still possibly forgive and forget if the opportunity ever presented itself. Wow. You're so wise. I I don't know if I'd call that... I've seen some shit, man, and some stuff. (laughs) It's all what it comes down to. It's just... I try not to... There, there's no sense in making a big deal about stuff that's really small in the in the whole grand scheme of things, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to call out some drama right now. We're going to force you into it. Okay. There's this other podcast called The Team Speakers, and we yeah. hate those motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. Who's that? No, it's not It's not a real podcast. <laughs> what if it is, though? Then we just started something. Well, then I guess we just started something. Oh, Joe. See, you totally should have started some stuff about you guys and Stopcast. <gasps> We're the better explicit podcast. <laughs> yeah. Jay and Mike suck balls. Those guys smell. Love you guys. Probably. We saw them on cam. We know for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to meeting Jay and Mike at uh, BlizzCon. This is like their first time doing the whole BlizzCon thing. That's going to be a blast. You're going to take pictures, right? <laughs> yeah, they're going to be pictures. <laughs> like, you know, pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I... It's, just for you, I will make sh- I will make sure I'll have Mike pose in his uh, sexy lumberjack pose, and I'll I'll send that to you via cell phone. Oh, thank you. Yeah, spectacular. And, and and I also you don't even need to ask me uh, this. Uh, I will make sure that during my potential interview with Ian Hazacostas, if I get if I get a chance to to speak with Ian Hazacostas, I I will I will attempt to have him say. This is Ian Hazacostas, and you're listening to Lagging Balls. Oh my god. Just for you. Even if you could just tell me how he smells like in real life, I mean, just get a good whiff of him, okay? God damn it. You know, I've been, cl- I've been close to him a couple of times now. I don't really recall his smell, but you gotta remember that I was in the lobby of the Hilton on those occasions, and I'm surrounded by a mass of humanity full of a various degree of smells and alcohol and stuff (laughs) (laughs) it really you know i will say this though uh, about the whole smell thing for the most part blizzcon isn't that bad (laughs) (laughs) the hilton lobby can sometimes get a little bad because you're just far more clustered together but blizzcon really wasn't that bad believe it or not I would say nine out of ten people actually shower and use deodorant and and, and follow proper hygiene and stuff. Yeah. And those one out of and those one out of ten people are so relatively unremarkable, and you're so distracted by other things is that you rarely notice the one out of ten. Oh, that's good. That should be a BlizzCon tagline. We don't smell that bad. He barely smells at all. <laughs> nine out of ten con goers bathe. Come to BlizzCon. <laughs> Okay, we've got one other question uh, from Crusader Folkbupog. Folkbupog. Uh, or, or, or as he likes to be called on the sundering, Bok, Bok, Bok. Nice, that's good to know. So where were you when you heard the show was recorded in a bathroom? And we, we actually confessed to you, Ro, that we, that we recorded in the bathroom while you were interviewing us. Yeah, you know, that's a funny thing. Did you say on Stopcast that also? I'm not sure. I, I felt I know I remember you said that during the interview, but it feels like I heard you guys say that before then too. 
I don't know. We're just, uh, you know, you're the kind of person that we're just inclined to share all our secrets with. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really sure. Well, I'm I'm glad you were you felt comfortable enough to to welcome me into your bathroom so early in our relationship. You're welcome. Yeah, there you go. I, I always approve of a good courtesy flush. It's it's a sh- sign of respect and and it shows you care. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, and on that note. <laughs> We want to thank you again, Ro, for everything you've done for us. Yes. And for making all Blizzard podcasts so acceptable and easy to find. And could you please tell everyone the best way to find you and your podcast? Uh, yes. So they can find me on Twitter at RoWow, which is spelled R-H-O-W-O-W. You can find me on the Realm Maintenance podcast. Uh, you can go to realm-maintenance.com for the site for the podcast itself and I really encourage people to check out the site because there is a page that is just a directory of all of the Blizzard podcasts that I know of that are out there that are actively producing shows. I put out a weekly article that rounds up all the shows that have put out an episode in the past week. So there's if you ever needed more podcasts, that site's a site to go to. And you can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, I'm sure on half a dozen other podcasting app things that I'm entirely unaware of. Uh, and, Downcast, Upcast, yeah. Yourcast, Dickcast, yeah. right. Uh Overcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can also find me on another show called Extended Maintenance, which is not exactly a spinoff of Realm Maintenance, but I like the whole maintenance scheme, and it's it's a semi-occasional podcast that I do with Alternative Chat, and that's specifically a WoW podcast, and we will talk about a variety of things, we answer listener feedback, and you can find that at extendedcast.net and you can find Realm Maintenance on Twitter, at Realm Podcast, and that's a good thing to follow on twitter too because i retweet what a lot of other podcasts are doing too from time to time like lagging balls yeah like lagging balls Yay. extended maintenance <laughs> extended for your listening pleasure <laughs> bro thanks so much thank you guys it was a pleasure being on here it's, it's i had a lot of fun and it's it's very rare that i get to to whip out the dick jokes on a podcast so thank you <laughs> I think you're better at this than we are. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I've, I've had three years of practice. What can I say? <laughs> now it's time to talk about Heroes of the Storm. Because we know you can't stop talking about it either. First impressions of the new hero, Lieutenant Morales. Lieutenant Morales. M- Morales? Morales. Morales? She has an ever so slight Hispanic accent in the intro video. When they intro her on Heroes of the Storm with the little vids they make. Yeah, on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And all that. But she's a medic. She's from StarCraft 2. Um, so far, I've played her in a variety of quick matches um, with my team Seems Legit. Ah, oh, Seems Legit. Yeah. Uh, she's strong with single target, and she's got this cool little beam that goes... <gasps> no, 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 it heals, it heals. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, oh. Oh, it feels mm, so good. Yeah. yeah. Heal me. <laughs> Exactly, that's exactly, that's... Heal me with your healing beam. <laughs> it sounded almost like the Wendy's commercial. <laughs> what? Uh, so basically it's a strong single target heal. Um, the only downsides to her is that she has no escape. So she can't get... She can only walk and be real clunky and go, doot, 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 doot. I'm getting killed. I'm oh, dying. Ow. Because she's got no self-heal. So she's oh. got a strong single target heal to somebody else. 
but it does not heal her. So you can talent for that later on okay. to get some healing for yourself as well. But pretty much, if you get caught, you're fucked. Shit. So therein lies the trickiness. Right. That's part of her balance. Interesting. Is, um, positioning is everything with her. Wow. And I am not so expert that I don't still get caught out and stuff like that, and I'm still learning positioning with her and all that right. sort of thing. So it's been a lot of fun, actually. Uh, I haven't played all that much with her yet, um, because obviously with um, team practice this past week, I didn't want to spend the whole time trying to you know work on that sort of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely, yeah. Right. So we, we switched it up and um, played some other things. Anyway, um, she has two super fun heroics, um, or ultimates, whatever you want to call them. Ultimate heroics! One of them is called the Medivac Dropship. That's exactly it. It is a spaceship. Ooh. And it drops in. Everybody who is around can pile in, and then you have up to 10 seconds to take off and go fly across the map to another location. That is so cool! It's pretty sweet. And it heals people when they get in, so it's like an AoE heal. Um, but it can be targeted and killed, so they can blow up your ship before Does you take off. Does anybody die inside? Or? I don't think so. Oh, that's good. I've not had that happen yet. That would yet. suck. Yeah, that would really suck. I sincerely doubt that. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they took some damage. Oh, definitely. But yeah, you can choose to just take off. There's only like a two or three second um, kind of warm-up, ramp-up time before you can take off. Right. And then you have up to ten seconds to take off. Otherwise, it just takes off on its own. Uh, otherwise, she's got this thing called Stim Drone, which is a single-target bloodlust. And basically, you pair this, this... This pairs well with auto-attackers like Raynor or Illidan and just makes them fucking hardcore killing machines. So they're like, boom, 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 boom. And then you hit them with a stim drone, and they're like, yeah, exactly. It makes all of your auto attackers into. That doesn't make sense. In other news, Seems Legit is recruiting. What is Seems Legit? That is my Heroes of the Storm team. Oh, we are a competitive team. Right. What does that mean? That means that we compete in ESL tournaments and things like that. Um, we just had the Divergent Gaming Open tournament this past weekend, or the weekend before last. We did not compete in that one, um, but we will be in future tournaments. Right. But, you know, part of the reason is we need to fill the roster. Oh, so, so, what are you saying here exactly? So, um, we need a specialist, or kind of flex with DPS and bruisers, um, I'm looking for Hero League 25, level 25 or better. Uh, I prefer around 1,000 games played or more. Uh, generally, we practice on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. or Saturdays at 8 p.m. Those are central time. Okay. Um, and we prefer that you're 18 or older, um, mostly less because we have we actually care about the age or not, because we're all pretty much 13 when it comes to humor. Yeah. But... Um, we prefer that you're 18 or older because we've had some issues with members in the past who just didn't have control of their own schedule. Right. Um, and that's not their fault, and it, they would have been fine otherwise, except they just couldn't control their own lives, so they couldn't really commit the way that we need these, these people to. So, um, if you're interested, contact me through laggingballs at gmail.com. That is laggingballs at gmail.com. Laggingballs at uh, gmail.com. That's right. And we'll be running uh, trials for new potential members during the next couple of weeks. That's exciting. Uh, yeah. So you Heroes fans, get on that. Yeah, for real. Hit me Play up. Play with Thorn. Indeed. I need your expertise. Come make me look good. I think it's time for some motherfucking shout-outs. Shout-outs, yay, yay. Okay, we have quite a few shout-outs this week. We do. Hooray! 
Um, okay, so the first one goes to everybody's favorite, uh, Pat Crane, <laughs> uh, because we, uh, we were just sitting around the other night, and we're like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we were on a podcast network? Yeah. Because it'd be neat hanging out with podcasty people on a network. Right. Reaping benefits of networkisms. Yeah. Ne- network Networkology. Yeah. And, you know, why not us? Right. Why not? Yeah. You know, we're working hard. We're exactly. Good at things. So we thought, hey, maybe we should try to join some network that's already floating around. Yep. And so first we thought of, of course, Signals Media. Right. Because a lot of podcasts that we really love are on Signals Media. Indeed. So we, you know, reached out to Pat and we're yeah. like, hey, how. How does one, you know, potentially become part of right. Signos Media? Because we didn't know. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know stuff, stuff like this. Yeah. There's a, another peek behind the curtain for you guys. We don't know. We like podcasts. Right. We have a podcast. It's true. But that's basically it. Yeah. Um. But uh, we we did not presume, you know, that we would be invited in at all or anything like that. But yeah, we inquired. Yeah, we just inquired because because kids, if you don't ask. You're not going to get a yes or a no, you right. know? you got to ask, at least. So, basically, Pat Crane, being the stand-up guy that he is, he turned us down, but oh so politely, yeah. from his, his pool guys club. And for really good, honestly, for really good reasons. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, clear, like to be, to be really fair, Signals Media is full of a lot of podcasts that cover the, what, the World of Warcraft and Blizzard universes. Yeah, exactly so what we cover. it gets to a point where you're just kind of stepping on each other's toes, and that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So he gave us some really nice compliments, because he's, he's just, he's a good guy. He's, he's a nice guy. Sweet. He's got a lot of experience. He's got really good chops in the, um, you know, radio production, podcasts, background, yeah. that sort of thing, voice work. Um, so he gave us some good feedback, and he, he was super nice about it, and he was just like, let's keep in touch, possibly in the future, let's see what happens. Um, but for now, we will not be joining Signals Media, but we just wanted to thank yeah, Pat Crane we, for yeah, being so classy about it. We wanted to it. mention this because it was really sweet of him. He could have just said no, you know? Yeah. But he, he wrote us a really nice email. It was really well thought out. It made yeah. us feel really good. And uh, we just we just wanted to uh, let everybody know how sweet he is and right. how wonderful that was. And and we're, we're still new to this stuff, so it's already... There's a lot of time that goes into this stuff. Yeah. Let you know the actual podcast itself, let alone all of the community stuff and and the communications things. And Pat didn't scrimp on his communication with us. It was a nice long email. It was a quality. It was well thought out. He was super nice about it. So yeah. That that sort of mindset means a lot to us in gaming in general. Mm-hmm. So to see it extended through the podcast community is also just another great thing that we wanted to say. Yo, Pat Crane, he's a bad <laughs> motherfucker. Thanks, man. <laughs> But yeah, thank you. We're, we're huge fans, and that made us feel really special. So, Thanks, man. Thank you. Uh, next, um, at RosieBear77 uh, said on Tuesday, I think it was, uh, she said that she was starting her day with lagging balls. And not to be mistaken, that is the good thing. That is a good thing. That's a good way to start your day. Unless you're actually lagging balls, in right. which case... That sucks. Yeah. Toss, try restarting. Toss your computer out the window. Turn and it on and turn it off again. Feel deep regret within you. <laughs> get teased by your friends with better computers. Time not to forget that hardware. <laughs> also from Tidget, at Tidget Gnome. Uh, Tidget holy underscore Gnome. Thank you very much You're for welcome. correcting me. Holy Tinkering Balls, heard your quest song. When is your album coming out and how can I pre-order it? <laughs> Hashtag Eargasm. Tinkering Balls. Oh, I love it. <laughs> holy Tinkering Balls. <laughs> that made us both love. It did. 
Um, no plans for an album yet, but uh, hey, you never know. That's true. I mean, we're recording right now. That's true. You want to bust something out? I know. You're looking at me and I feel nervous. I'm looking at you expectantly. <laughs> okay, why don't you start with our the new challenge issued by um, our kids. Yeah, our old buddy our kids gave me a, a challenge for this week. Uh, say globule. Glob, 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 globule. Globule? Is that how you say it? Yep, globule. Globule? That sounds stupid to me. I don't know. <laughs> it's but a I'm, strange word. I'm supposed to say it ten times fast. Okay, ready? Can you keep track? Yes. Globule? That's, yes. that's not, I just... Yep, globule. Glob, globule. Just try to say it. Globule. That, globule. Is that it? Globule? Globule? <laughs> yes, that's uh, it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, you ready? Yes. Okay. Globule, globule, globule. Wait, I can't start. No, yet. no, just keep going. Globule, 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 globule. Go on. Globule, 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 globule. Okay, you can do that. Mission accomplished. Oh, Challenge geez. accepted. Oh. Challenge complete. Challenge failed. Globule? <laughs> Nicely done. Oh. Uh, also, in regards to um, the request last week for. Um, not swearing on the show or maybe bleeping out a version of the show um chad glunt who is at wargus underscore a52 said don't yins go changing <laughs> don't don't worry chad glunt we won't be changing anytime soon don't yins go changing we won't yins go changing <laughs> we won't yins go changing <laughs> um uh at dg underscore rage riot uh said listen to lagging balls episode um, from the Lagging Ball Stitcher app. Yeah. So he listened and to the episode last week on Stitcher. Yeah, shout out Rage Riot. He's from Divergent Gaming. That's a Divergent Gaming bro. What up, Divergent Gaming bro? Listening to Stitcher. Thanks, buddy. Um, oh, and uh, our friend Theory at Gank Theory from the Epic Fail podcast mm -hmm. listened to us last week and on the way home. Indeed. He did. Yeah. We're glad We're to... We're good for uh, commuting. Yeah. Glad to accompany you on your way home, dude. That's where I do most of my podcast listening so yeah i feel like that's a good time for it yeah definitely we're happy to have accompanied you in your car and or subway and or Airplane, bus and or plane giant horse giant horse skidoo what's a skidoo you know what a skidoo is is that like a watercraft yes okay uh speaking of <laughs> the epic fail podcast we happen to grab draven from the Epic Fail podcast, nice. um, he joined our guild. Indeed. Yeah, on a new tune. Pretty so, sweet. Yeah, we gotcha. And listener Hey Juden. Yeah, she is so cool. She's from yep. Australia. I haven't met her yet. Yeah, and she's really, really nice. And uh, she had lots of nice things to say about the podcast. That's very cool. So, so yeah, if you guys are looking for a guild, uh, Horde side, and we're on Boulderfist US, mm -hmm. our guild is called Blood of the Scribe, and we... We have a pretty good raid team going. We're looking yeah. to expand uh, as we as we go into heroics. And right. um, thirteen of thirteen normal, five of thirteen heroic. Yeah, but you don't have to be a raider. You can just come in and have no, fun. No, not at all. We love yeah. to have fun. We just recruited a slew of new leveling tunes last night. Just a bunch of new grid people. They all got along swimmingly. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite parts of the entire game. Uh, we talk about raiding a lot on this podcast, but one of my most favorite parts is meeting new people through the game, bringing good people together. Uh, it's one of the things that Fist and I have um, just kind of loved and, and cherished for a long time. So you're all welcome. Blood, uh, Blood of the Scribe on Boulder Fist US. <laughs> Boulder Fist US. No T. 
Um, feel free to come start a tune or start a death night or bring somebody over. Yeah. Um, come try us out. You're more than welcome. We want good people with only one rule. Don't be a dick. Yeah. If you're a dick, you're going to get kicked. Probably by me. In the dick. So, in the dick. Don't be a dick. I'll kick you in the dick. Yeah. Um, anyway, speaking of rating, uh, our guild actually got down Archie last week. Yeah. For the first time on normal. Hell thank, yeah. Thank you, nerfs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we would have gotten it down anyway, though. We I did, because we got pretty far before the nerfs happened. Right. We didn't have... but We, we were didn't... on the last phase of Archie anyway. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of time to progress on him before the nerfs happened, though. Right. Um, the nerfs just made it kind of, not overly easy, but a lot Yeah, a lot, a lot easier. easier. Yeah. We had a lot less to deal with, so... Yeah. But still... I still kind of wish they wouldn't have done it before we got that. I, I wish, too, but it was it was still nice. Um, but congratulations to our, yes. our guild. Well done, Gilbert. Yeah, we're doing so well. And we're, and we're right in the middle of Rowlets now, so yeah. I'm excited to see what the future holds it's for be a good week. the Blood of the Scar Guild. And uh, lastly, we'd just like to thank Ro again for being on our show. Yeah, Ro, thanks, man. You're that was such, a lot of fun. Yeah, you're such a great guy. Yeah. Thank you so much. In case you couldn't hear it before in this recording, we had a, a really good time. We love you. <laughs> <sighs> All right, calm down. Sorry. Listener feedback time. Because the more you write, the less we have to. Thanks! Our fantastic... fantastic <laughs> Our fantastic <laughs> listener feedback from St. Elsewhere this week comes in two parts. And thank you for putting Ninja Sex Party under this. Yes. We love it. Nice. Roll clip. Roll clip. Roll the clip! Roll the clip. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Thank you. Hey, Thorn and Thist, big congrats on finishing your normal mode raid tier. Outstanding work, guys. Now that the X-Pack is kind of winding down and you're surely going on to heroics, I have kind of a question about what you tend to do toward the end of an X-Pack. Do you go through and purge your bags, get rid of all sorts of profession stuff? Do you get rid of everything that could conceivably be unnecessary? once uh, the next X-Pack launches? Or are you hoarders? Do you hold on to unnecessary things that people would look at your bags and say, what the fuck is up with this? Question number two. Do you think that given the WoW community is kind of getting into other games and people are no longer playing exclusively WoW too much and granted there hasn't been a hell of a lot to play, do you think that in Legion, we could conceivably get something like Eye of Eternity, where it's not like you just play your class the way it's always played, where you might have to jump on a dragon, or you might have to do something totally different? And do you think people would accept that? Do you think people would be like, oh, that's cool, I've played these other games, and I can kind of handle, you know, mixing it up a little? Or do you think that people would just get pissed off the way they did with the oculus let me know so san elsewhere basically wants to know what we do at the end of the expansion right um and are we hoarders i'll just keep it a little longer (laughs) shout (laughs) out to ribbon geek yeah ribbon geek (laughs) hit the nail on the head with that buddy definitely a hoarder i definitely just keep everything uh especially gear for a transmog but uh see i i feel like we're similar but slightly different on this you are a hoarder because you keep so many things for transmog. I am quote unquote a hoarder because I'm too lazy to go through my bags and get rid of all the shit that I've just <laughs> been piling up in there. So basically, 
if I'm gonna go run old content or something like that, I'll run to my bank, I'll just empty everything out of my bags. Just everything. You won't even look at it first to see what it no, is? No, 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 I'll just, just toss it all in the bank so that I have open bags to go run whatever it is. Right. And, you know, fully with the intention of, oh, I'll go back and grab that later. Never happens. But eventually, like, I run out of room, and then I have to go in and, like, get rid of stuff <laughs> or sell things, and then I have to actually look at what's what. Yeah. I'll have things in there, like, stuff from, like, the Argent tournament. And, like, like a trinket from Mop? Yeah. Weird, <laughs> weird stuff, like the, whatever the Argent trinket thing was that allowed you to, to pick up the extra little token things that you needed in the Plaguelands. Right. That is completely outdated, doesn't work anymore, it doesn't matter. I'm sure there's one of those in there. Um, there, there were a bunch of those tr um, tokens that you picked up in three different levels that I ha I think I found in there like last month. Wow! So just basically, crap, just yeah. crap that I haven't gone through that I don't intend to keep. I just <laughs> I'm too lazy to go through it all. And part of that, honestly, well, I'm justifying. I was gonna say part of that was that because I have the guild bank to keep in in check as well, but I don't do that very well, often. You don't so do that. it's not really don't fucking it's not like I'm spending so even. much time doing that that I don't have time to do it for myself. Other, other people do I'm, that I'm for justifying. you because they get sick that? of your other guildies. They're just like, oh I clean out the Other people have okay. in the past. But yeah, because they they're regularly. sick of your shit and so <laughs> messy in there. It's a good thing I'm not in charge of that. <laughs> you should be in charge of that for no, all this trash talk. Holy shit. But yeah. Uh no <laughs> I I go through my bags once in a great while. And I still have stuff from two expansions ago, so no, I no, I guess we don't really prepare that way for a new expansion. No, but now that you mentioned it, maybe we will. I mean, yeah, maybe we should. Like we are. I've, I've been leveling a new tune this past weekend. Have I've been you? leveling my Death Knight and having a really good time with that. And thank you for helping tonight. You're welcome. That was a really good time. Part of the reason we're recording so late is we spend a bunch of time on that. <laughs> yep. But. uh... Yeah, I mean, aside from doing stuff like that, I feel like end of the expansion is when you start leveling alts. It's when you, um, well, you go back and do things like we're doing now with our raid. Yeah, we're uh, we're checking out those mob heroics, trying to get titles and mounts and guild achievements and stuff like that. Right. It's kind of fun. And we get what like the the what do we get the crackling the crackling popping sky snake. Yeah. Yeah. The one that's the pink electric. Electric snake. Boogie woogie woogie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Sometimes yeah. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, like well, you look good, at though. me and I'm just I have no fucking idea. <laughs> and like you're looking at me imploring me with your eyes to like go, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not imploring you. Hey, you are. Hey, no, you are. Fine. I see it in your I'm fine face. With you not I knowing. see it in your face. I don't care. What the fuck are you talking about? Most of my jokes are for me only. <laughs> Most of your jokes are like from a different time. Yes. Or from lots of movies that you should know that you don't. Yeah, well, I don't have time to watch movies. Yes, you do. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. I think we're both hoarders, maybe for different reasons. Definitely. As far as the end of the expansion. Uh, we've been getting into some other fun things to try and fill some of that time. Um, and having a great time of it. So, Hell, yeah. I would recommend that you try that out as well. Uh, the other question we had was, do you think in Legion we might get something like Eye of Eternity? Eye of Eternity. It's a great big eye, and it sees for eternity. I don't know. It sees for eternity? It sees for eternity. Does that not make sense? I, I, no, it does. I just, I, get, I, never, I never thought of what it meant. The eye of eternity? I don't know. Yeah, no, that actually makes sense. Um, so, he, he basically wanted to know, do we, you know, are we going to be jumping on dragons and doing things like the Oculus? Um, or is it going to be a little more straightforward gameplay? And, and do you think people will get pissed off? Right. Yeah, I do. I think people will get pissed off, and I'd be one of them. If we had to do that, or do you yeah. think they're going to do that? 
That's the question. Oh, I think that... No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to expect, really. Yeah. Um, I feel like they always mix in some mechanic type stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's going to be... I think they might have learned their lesson with, with making it overly involved. The Oculus is like, what, two-thirds of that dungeon? Man, fuck is the all Oculus. all those stupid drakes that are just a pain in the ass. Like, I get it now years afterward, but like, at the time, it was such a pain in the ass. Yeah. And like, they get it. Everybody hated that it was just overly complicated. It was too much to... It was too much. It was too much. And the, just the, the the flying up and down and... Yeah. You know, it was just too much. That so. stuff is better left for raid. Yeah. I don't think they'll make that mistake again. I think no. they learned their lesson from that. That's, again, and if they one of the things we say about Blizzard is yeah. they learn. Um, but there, there's going to be... I don't think they need to resor- resort to that sort of thing. Uh, if, it, if that would even count as resorting. I don't think they'd do that because the gameplay has al- is already going to be different due to all of the demon hunters yes and there whenever you add a new class to the game there's all kinds of balancing you have to do between the classes too yeah and that's not just i mean it used to be that when i'd hear class balance i'd think in terms of pvp like who's who's more powerful or more difficult to kill and that sort of thing but it's not really just that it's also balancing the charts nobody wants to have a Mm -hmm. dps spec that is crap compared to somebody else and then when you have a new character out you want it to feel powerful and you want it to do well but you don't want it to be god mode like the original (laughs) death knight was you know so and on that note just it doesn't have anything to do with what you're saying but like um if anybody um is thinking about leveling a new character for legion that's maybe not a demon hunter i'd suggest going heals because you will be invited to everything oh right since the since, Since the demon hunters are t- tanking DPS, so hmm. if you're looking to get leveled really quickly and be really useful and really sought after in yeah. Legion, go heals. Yeah. Go good heals. That's a good idea. Just, just so you know. That's good advice. Because if you're not gonna, you're gonna see a lot of queues in which there are no healers. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like DPS queues for heals instead of deeps. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's yeah. a really good idea. Good insight. Thank you. And thank you, St. Elsewhere. God, I love your audio submissions. <laughs> and your questions. I mean, how do you come up with these things? How do you come up with this shit? Hey, gang, we need your help. We're tagging this shitbox as a community-focused podcast, but so far it's just been us talking shit. We need you to give us stuff. Delicious content, like questions, topics to cover, content segments, guild stories, emails, and disputes that need settling. We'll even get some shout-outs and accept your own podcast commercials for promotion. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Please. Now, from the makers of the Admiral's Compass and the Skull of the Mad Chief, comes Aviana's Feather, your only solution to flight-like simulation in Draenor if you haven't completed the Draenor Pathfinder achievement. Plucked from an Aerocoan of nobility, this feather will slam your fragile squishy body into the stratosphere and hurl you in a direction of your choice. Impress your friends, not the ones with Draenor flying of course, by blasting through the air across zones with only a 10 minute cooldown. Since you were too lazy to get the pathfinding achievement, Aviana's feather is your only option. Get yours today, you flightless wonder. The sky's the limit. Thanks for lagging balls together with us today. Here's where you can find and follow the show. 
Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. And for YouTube and Google+, search for Lagging Balls Official until we have 500 followers and then we'll get a custom URL. Ooh, if you enjoyed the show, the easiest way to help the show is to rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. We truly appreciate it. Special thanks to bensound.com for all the music used on this show. And be sure to catch us next week on Lagging Balls! No, thanks a lot, and we, we do uh, honestly I, I appreciate must, it. I, I appreciate that I made this blush, blush like three or four times. <laughs> yeah, which is actually hard that to do. That doesn't happen. That's, that's like a feat of strength, IRL. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's only um, Ian Hazakostas who does that. Uh-oh. Way to work that it, it, in, by the way. Am I, am I supposed to be afraid of, like, stalker emails and stuff now? No. Okay. <laughs> Thorn's like Thorn's like, no. Unless you want them, because that's fine. <laughs> hey, you She's know getting... what? If if you, Thorn, Ian, and I get all drunk and crazy on a, on a, some wild night, you know, that's... Nah, whatever You're happens. You're speaking happens. my language. It's the stuff of fantasy here. Can't say I haven't thought about it a few times. <laughs> I'll, I'll try anything once. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys know wild devs? Well, we do. In the biblical sense. Yeah. Ooh.